Rogers scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5. Yes. To the end zone. Touchdown. And a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Brewer fans, welcome to the Brewers Trilogy podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy. This is the podcast for not only them diehard fans, but also for those fans who enjoy cheering for a team that revolves around beer. I'm Tyler, aka T Plush, and your host for today. I am not joined with my two good buddies tonight because, well, it's late. The Brewers just got done playing a West Coast game, and... Yeah, it's way past their bedtime, and I'm the only one left. So I will be doing this trade deadline recap for you. Um, We'll kind of go into the facts, um, what you should know. I'll kind of give my personal grades or opinions on them, and then you can conclude for yourself what you think of the Brewers' moves today. For There was a few of them. Brewers ended up making two trades on the day of the trade deadline, and then, of course, a trade earlier in the week with the Pirates. So announced first today was the trade of Jesus Aguilar for Jake Feria to the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, The facts really about that trade is that Jake Feria has been kind of up and down in terms of being in the majors and in the minors, and then kind of as well as his overall performance as a pitcher. Um, he has been used primarily as a starting pitcher in the past, um, but he has came out of the pen, uh, for the majority of this year, at least when at the major league level, and then he is under team control until the 2024 season. Second trade that was announced closer to the deadline was a trade with the Giants, and that was the Brewers acquiring Drew Pomeranz and Ray Black in exchange for Mauricio Dubon, the Brewers' number three prospect. So Pomerantz, he is a rental, one-year contract, or what is left of it. Um, The plans are, Council says he will start in the bullpen, uh, but he does have the ability to start games. He's versatile like that. Since the All-Star break, he has a .87 ERA, Uh, He was an all-star with the Red Sox in 2017, and he was just shifted the bullpen not too long ago, so he started a total of 17 games this year um, before his struggles in the rotation got too much that the Giants decided to move him to the pen. Also coming over in the deal is pitcher Ray Black, a 29-year-old who has spent most of his time in the minors um, with a few appearances in the majors but that's very limited. Uh, Basically, he is a strikeout or bust guy. Throughout his entire minor league career, he's posting a 16.3 strikeouts per nine ratio, and during his stints in the majors, he's posting a 13.5 strikeouts per nine ratio, which is just absolutely incredible. 
And then earlier in the week, the Brewers obviously acquired Jordan Lyles from the Pirates in exchange for Cody Ponce, the 2015 second-round pick. Um, And you might be familiar with the name because the Brewers acquired him last year at the trade deadline. Actually, the acquisition of Lyles last year came in August, um, which those trades are not allowed to happen this year, so here we are acquiring him a few days before the trade deadline this year but last year he pitched out of the pen and did well for us and this year uh, he actually just wrapped up his first start with the Brewers going six innings uh, giving up three hits and only one earned run so he's off to a good start for the Brewers and I guess it's unknown at this point if he's going to continue to start games or what his role will be after tonight Unrelated notes, the Brewers' 21st-ranked prospect, Marcos Diplon, was DFA'd to make room for Jordan Lyles, um, and that resulted in a trade to the Twins for cash. So it's always hard to see one of your top 30 prospects go, but, I mean, they had to let him go for a proven Major League contributor. So not much to really look in there, but it's always interesting to see how your prospects end up doing. So we'll monitor from afar how Diplon does with the Twins throughout the next years to come. And, you know, I think importantly, um, it's it's good to know that the Brewers held on to Bryce Terang. I mean, one of their prized prospects in the entire MLB, he's the 81st ranked prospect. You know, he's slowly working his way up the minors right now so it's good that the Brewers were able to hold on to him and not use him in a trade so let's get to know your Brewers or returning Brewers in Jordan Lyle's case a little bit better so Jake Feria he is a three pitch pitcher uses a fastball averages out at 94 miles per hour a changeup at 83 miles per hour um, and that's his swing and miss pitch. It has a lot of downward action to it. And then he will occasionally throw in a slider as well at 85 miles per hour. Um, something to note with him is he has had a history of oblique and abdominal injuries, which right now as a Brewer fan, that probably hits home and scares you a little bit. Um, but the last two years, he's missed a total of three months due to those injuries. So that is worth noting and something to keep in mind moving forward. But sounds like Brewers plan to start him in the minors, and I would imagine he's not going to be there for long before joining the Brewers. Drew Pomerantz, uh, he's primarily a fastball and curveball pitcher. Um, He will throw in a cutter every now and then, and then even rarer, a sinker and a changeup. Um, His usage rate this year has kind of fluctuated a little bit. Um, Throughout the first three months of the season, he was using the fastball on average about 45% of the time and the curve 35% of the time, so a lot of usage between those two pitches. And then in July, uh, it's kind of switched. He's using the fastball 68% of the time. Uh, I mean, this change may be due to him pitching in the bullpen now, which that change happened in July, Um, but that's also resulted in an increase in his fastball velocity. Ray Black, um, getting to know him, he is a fastball slider pitcher, utilizes a very high 
velocity fastball averaging out at 99 miles per hour and then that slider at 87. Um, I mentioned you know how many strikeouts per nine innings he averages earlier so you kind of might be thinking well you know where's the poop you know does he walk a lot of batters or what's the deal well his career whip in the minors is 1.238 so walks generally not an issue what I kind of saw in the trends looking at some of his stats and advanced stats is he tends to get hit. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, location is not the best for him, um, which results in batters getting hits, and he does have slight home run issues. We'll kind of use that term loosely. Um, kind of the one eye-popping stats I saw was last year throughout his stint in the majors, he pitched 23.1 innings. Gave up 17 hits, and four of them were home runs. So little high there, uh, but primarily for him, it's location. Once he gets dialed in, um, work in the corners a little bit better, he's going to be hard to hit. Um, with that high velocity, you can sometimes get away with location issues, but for him, um, hasn't quite been the case yet. And then Jordan Lyles, if you're not familiar with him already, he has a pretty spectacular curveball. It was working beautifully tonight on July 31st in his start. Um, you know, and the good thing about him is, you know, he's he's versatile and he's. We're hoping a change of scenery is what's best for him. Uh, he had an amazing start to the year, and then he has struggled as of late. But David Stearns and his scouting crew f saw something in him and thought he was worth taking the risk. We'll use that in quotations on. So, you know, so far it's paid off, and hopefully that continues. So overall, the Brewers... Ultimately, they couldn't acquire top talent. David Stearns said he sent out a lot of feelers, um, but the asking price was just so high. Um, so he kind of opted for, you know, acquiring depth. You know, you, we didn't get one big name where it's like, ah, oh, yes, we can ride this guy to the postseason, you know, like the Brewers did with CC Sabathia or, you know, nothing like that. Instead, it's we're going to add all these um, guys who they're going to contribute and, you know, that's what they're going to do. Um, the Brewers ultimately didn't really end up fixing their starting rotation problems due to health. Um, but, you know, David Stern says we've got a lot of ways to creatively fill innings. We have pitchers now who are versatile. We can have our quote-unquote bullpen days, you know, where you just kind of ride the hot hand, you know. You have guys who can go multiple innings and just kind of you know, see how the game goes along and move from there. So that definitely gives Council a whole lot more to think about now, and we'll see how he manages them and who he plans on shuffling around or if he's going to keep Lyles in the starting rotation. All those will be things to monitor going forward. My personal grades relating to this trade trading season, um, I'm going to break them down first here. Um, by individual trades, and then I will group the Brewers as a whole. Um, so the first trade, the trade with the Rays, where we acquired Jake Feria, I'm giving that trade a C plus. I mean, 
When you look at, it was a straight-up trade for Feria and Aguilar. Both those guys have team control, so, I mean, that's, I think, a win for both teams. Um, but it kind of puts the Brewers in a logjam at first base. I mean, sure, you're getting rid of a platooning guy, but now you're kind of left with Thames and Shaw at first, who are two lefties, um, which makes you wonder, what are you going to do against righties? Um Ryan Braun said he is open to the idea of moving back to first. Um, we'll use that kind of loosely moving back. Um, he kind of experimented around with it a few years ago. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in there in particular against left-handed pitchers. Um, Faria, you know, Brewers acquiring him. You have to keep in mind the tr- or the injury history. I mentioned the obliques. I know, scary terms at this time for the Brewers. Um, but, you know, ultimately, once, you know, he comes up to the majors here this year and uh, is contributing at the club, which I don't think, which I think, excuse me, will be moment, very shortly, um, you know, it's it's going to fill a hole for the Brewers, which obviously pitching is one of them, and they didn't give up much in return. The Giants trade, that one was tough for me. I kind of graded it as a C-, minus, which might be harsh um but hear me out on it so again that trade was Pomeranz and black for dubon um you know everyone's gonna remember this trading season as this is the year the brewers lost Dubon. we traded him you know a sub 300 hitter in the minors he really found his power stroke this year with 16 home runs um but you know the thing that really gets me and you know not taking away any of these moves or anything David Stearns has said, but, you know, he, he did say the asking price for top talent was really high, and then we go ahead and we get rid of our third best prospect, and it's not for a blockbuster name, which obviously is disappointing. You know, there was a lot of leaked things out there on Twitter where it's like, Brewers, are, you know, going to be acquiring a great arm soon, and, you know, we're thinking like, oh, yeah, Will Smith, Madison Bumgarner, and... Then it's like, oh, Drew Pomeranz and Ray Black. Like, yeah, sure, Pomeranz was a all-star in 2017, um, but, you know, he's not a big sexy name, uh, what you were thinking. And in terms of the Pirates trade, I'm going to rate that one as a C+. Um, you know, it's kind of weird with Lyles. He's a starter who has shown the ability to dominate, but he's also shown the ability to struggle at times. Um, and I kind of relate this, you know, the upside of this trade is, you know, at least he's not pulling a Corbin Burns. I mean, right, like that guy's got, what, a 9 or 10 ERA this year. So, I mean, at least when Lyle struggles, his ERA is never going to be as bad as what Corbin Burns was this year. Um, so take that however you want it. And then getting rid of Ponce, um, you know, he's a solid minor league player. Um, he was only in double A, you know, probably pretty close to earning a promotion, um, but his career in the minors, 3.72 ERA. Uh, he's got the makings to to make it to the bigs, at least. You know, not many minors league players can say that, um, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if the Brewers end up playing against him in the future, especially being NL Central division opponents. And overall, I'm going to give the Brewers a C-plus grade overall. Um, you know, ultimately the Brewers didn't do anything big, 
But they also didn't do anything reckless. I mean, all these trades have the potential to help the Brewers in a big way. You know, you're acquiring three proven big league contributors in Faria, Pomerantz, and Lyles. And you're also getting a very good minor leaguer um, with high upside in Ray Black. And ultimately, you only gave up one big prospect. Um so, you know, ultimately the Brewers don't deplete the farm system, which, you know, I'm sure by now you all have seen that the Brewers had the worst-ranked farm system in the majors, um, which is due to a number of factors, you know, players like Jairo, Woodruff, Peralta graduating out of those farm systems and joining the majors. Uh, but, you know, this trading season we didn't deplete the farm system. You know, we put ourselves in a better position to, A, not only succeed this year, um, but also for years after. A lot of these guys have player con- control. Um, you know, you're looking at Pomerads and Lyles just as your rentals. So I think that has to be taken into consideration as well. But, you know, the these trades, they do have a different feel than last year. You know, last year... They, f- they felt like win-now moves, you know, acquiring Moustakis, acquiring Scope, Gio Gonzalez, you know, those were trades you got excited about. And, you know, this year it's a little indifferent. It's a different feeling. It's, you know, they're slightly optimistic trades, and, you know, you kind of have hopes that they pan out and are enough to push the Brewers into the playoffs, which I think they are, but, you know, it's, it's just not a... It's not not a certain feeling for me. Um, So definitely a little different than last year. So C-plus overall, you know, nothing big. But this could potentially, all these small potential moves where we add depth could be the difference in making a run into the playoffs. And lastly, on a unrelated note, uh, Trent Grisham will be called up to the Brewers. So, of course, he obviously wasn't traded or we didn't trade for him. He has been in the farm system for a while. He is our number six prospect, and he's going to start Thursday's finale versus Oakland. So depending on when you're listening to this, you may or may not have watched him play. Um, And in case you haven't heard already, he hit for the cycle on Tuesday with two home runs. And the guy is raking in Triple A. Um, he's only played 34 games on there, but he's batting 381 with 13 home runs, a 7.76 slugging, and 1.24 OPS. So, the guy is very deserving. And you think, you know, with Hiera up and watching what he's done, you know, if, heck, if Grisham can come in and do half of that, that's that's a positive. Um, so. Lots of upside, I think, here with the Brewers, you know, kind of having to rejuvenate themselves, find some energy. Everybody has to play consistent, and, you know, it's going to be a team effort to make the playoffs. And Brewers made a few moves to help put us in a better position, and that's all you could ask out of Stearns. And the rest now is on the players and how they perform. So we will see how that all pans out. In case you don't know, the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy also has a website. You can find us at wiscosportstrilogy.com, where we also post some of our blogs. Um, we also cover the Packers and the Bucks. So be sure to check out that content. Our other podcasts are posted there as well. And again, you can find them on your listening platforms at Bucks Trilogy Podcast or Packers Trilogy Podcast. So. 
If you don't check any of those out, the next time you will hear my lovely voice is Monday morning when all of our podcasts typically release. Until then, I'm signing off, and go Brewers! Thank you.